The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome, everybody, to the Federal Football Report, 1500 AM, federalnewsnetwork.com. Soon to come to podcast1.com. Uh, I'm Claude Jennings. He's Kevin Stanfield. And this is an emergency situation. Here's what's funny. Uh, Kevin's been on international travel. I've been on travel, not quite international, although it feels Might like it. Might well be. Exactly. across the world, yeah. Exactly. And so we'll cover a lot of that in the uh, final segment. But we finally got a chance after the first week. I think the first week was the only week that we were both in studio at the same time. Uh, and right. we were in studio this past weekend together at the same time. I did a great show. I mean, a marvelous show. Like, they're probably great. the best show we've done since doing this over the last four years or so. Then right. the Redskins fired Jay Gruden. Because we were, that, night. <laughs> that night. We were doing the show uh, Sunday night, right after the game. And so, I mean, energy is mm-hmm. high. Uh, emotions are raw. And then, literally, we do the show. We go home. Uh, we go to sleep. And before we both woke up, uh, Jay Gruden out as uh, coach of the Washington Redskins. And so, we're now coming to you in an emergency, emergency situation where I am at a uh, home studio. Uh, Kevin is home uh, on the phone, and we've got to bring you this live local late break. Because here's the thing. The temptation was to be lazy and just air the show prior to uh, Jay Gruden being right. fired. And just saying, hey, we recorded this before he got fired, so we're not addressing it. But, no, we're not going to do right, that. Right. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. We've got to bring you uh, news as it happens. Because then, as opposed to just having one segment that's fake news or not, the whole show becomes whether it's fake news or not. Yeah. So Now, uh, now it's not too late. We, we can still do that. Now, right. <laughs> we can still just hang up here and throw this, this, this two minutes that we have on there. But like you said, that would be just pure lazy. And that's and we're a show of the people, right? right. By the people and for the people. Right. right? So the, the, the people have to know. I mean, we... You need to know our honest reaction to something that, quite frankly, we've wanted. Well, I have sort of anticipated for three years mm-hmm. now, right? You know, I mean, you never want to see anybody lose their job. I've been in that circumstance before. It's not pleasant. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, the man's walking with millions of dollars in his pocket, so right. I can't yeah. feel but so bad for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, he he did not perform. Bottom line is, he did not perform. And when laymen, I mean, professional people and, you know, world-renowned sports analysts like Claude and myself, every week there was a new criticism. There was the same criticism that just happened over and over again, but then it was something new. And then this year in particular, it got to the point where it got beyond the game of football. Like the thing with Adrian Peterson, that was beyond the game of football. The thing about putting Haskins in after he claimed for weeks that he wasn't ready. That was mm-hmm. beyond the game of football, right? Not not find the defensive coordinator. Oh, this is beyond football. So if you didn't see this one coming, you were looking at something else. Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's interesting because, like you said, beyond the realm, realm of football, you are dealing with a coach who, for the most – for uh, a lot of time that he's here – deals with people and deals with what he feels are, um, I guess, violations or obstructions to him doing his job on the field. And a lot of things that he's done before, uh, you look at it and you say, this goes beyond the scope of football. But then you also are dealing with an owner who does the same thing. I mean, just think about it. Who fires someone 5 o'clock in the morning? That's ridiculous. I mean, to say, hey, Kevin, uh, I want to come. I want to talk to you this morning. Want to discuss the the uh, radio show and the future on, on the on the network? Can you meet me for breakfast at five a.m.? That you know, no, like that's that's ridiculous. That is, I'm going to fire you, and it's dysfunctional. But it's the way that this organization runs. Yeah, you know, the, the, yeah, I have I've been fired in various. Never on the spot. I've never been fired on the spot. There's always been some type of buildup. The most, the one, the most memorable to me was um, I was working for a computer company. We were, you know, maintaining computers, and a bunch of guys were at lunch one day. And back in the days of uh, pagers, everybody's pager went off except for mine. And they looked and they said it was a meeting at two uh, thirty. Everybody except for mine. It's like five or six guys. So mm-hmm. I called the office and said, "Hey, my pager didn't go off." Uh, 
what about this 230 meeting? They said, uh, we need you here at 215. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? wow. Right, right, right. So it was like a merger, and, and, and my part of the company did merge, right? But, you know, hey, you know, we got two weeks. You keep the company called for two weeks. You know, yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was kind of a pleasant firing. You know, I said, hey, I can't really hate you guys, you know. But but this one, you know, 530 in the morning, I can't think of a good reason, right? Because, first of all, if you're not in the Army, why are you getting up at 530? If you're uh-huh. not in the Army uh-huh. or doing drive-time morning radio, why are you up at right, 530? Right. Yeah. Why, why are you there? And not like you, you're sleeping there and get up and have your meeting. you got to get there. So that means you're getting up at four. And then you didn't sleep. Of course you didn't sleep because somebody, whenever somebody calls you and says, hey, I need to talk to you. You know, right, <laughs> that's right. never a good thing, right? It's, it's never a good thing. So, yeah, it was, it was a, a bizarre circumstance, but it, it was a fitting into a bizarre situation. Absolutely. So now after this happening and you look at the uh, options, both for this season and for next season, let's start with coach and we'll work our way down through some other positions. Um, what mm-hmm. do you think uh, the move is from here on out? I mean, we understand that Bill Callahan is the interim coach. What happens with the coaching position here at, in Washington? Well, I'm, I'm personally satisfied with, with uh, Callahan being the interim coach. I know a lot of people are looking for Kevin O'Connell to be because he's the he's the hot new flavor. He's sort of like the, the pumpkin latte mm-hmm. of, of the NFL <laughs> right now, you know. But but you know, Bill Callahan is, has been a head coach before. He coached the Raiders to the Super Bowl back in the day. And um and that's where uh, Bruce Allen's familiar with him, right? Um you know, he was the defense, I mean, excuse me, the offensive line coach for the Cowboys back when they had an established running game. And we've talked about that in the past as well. Um, he might get back to the type of football that's necessary uh, to win in the NFC East, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, you know, the head coach, um, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with it. Okay. And now long term, do you think Bill Callahan's the answer or do they need to look for another guy at the end of the season? I, I think uh, he was asked at his press conference that he thinks uh, this was a like a audition for him. <laughs> he said, "Man, I've been coaching football for over twenty five years. I've been auditioning for over twenty five years, and people can't look at me and tell if I can coach or not. Now they don't know, right, <laughs> you know. Right, so that's right, right, right. He, yeah. He did say one interesting thing though, and a lot of people took exception to this when they asked him about Haskins. He said, uh, uh, there's going to be a competition uh, for the starting quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Haskins will not be in it. He's not going to play. We're going to give him more rest than he's been getting. We're going to prepare him better. But for right now, it's going to be between Case and Coke, whoever performs the best, right? And a lot of people are upset because they thought that they should just throw Haskins in there now. you got a new coach, a new situation. But my thing was, if they have not been preparing this kid, which mm-hmm. they, admittedly they have not, mm-hmm. if they're not been bringing him along to play, Someone has to start doing that. And it would be wrong to just put him out there now without the preparation that he should have been getting over the past six months. So I, I like what he's saying there. I say there's no reason to just throw this kid out there until we sort of stabilize the situation. And once we see what we got and how he's picking it up and what kind of game plan we can develop for him, that's just, you know, I mean, pretty much you know what you got with Colt. You kind of think you know what you got with Case. Uh, Case. Uh, let's see what we got, you know. So I, I think that, you know, contrary to popular uh, b- belief or whatever you're hearing in the media, I, I think that this is a good uh, stabilizing move right now. Okay. And when it comes to some players, uh, this is the second thing that comes up. When uh, Trent Williams, uh, Adrian Peterson, uh, Josh Norman, even Ryan Kerrigan, uh, some guys who may no longer fit here, or if you're starting to rebuild, some guys that you can probably get trade value with, including first-round draft picks and multiple players. Uh, is it time to start moving some guys around? The, the um, uh, Gosh, the uh, trade deadline's coming up. Is it is it time now to say, okay, you know what? It's time to move Trent. Uh, it's time to say goodbye to Josh Norman. It's time to say, you know what, Kerrigan, uh, you gave us tons of uh, great play and years of great service. If you want to stick around, we'll bring you back. But if you want to go somewhere and win now, we respect that. We'll send you somewhere. Uh, is it time to start to do Adrian Peterson? Like, hey, you know, uh, it, it, even with him, hey, you know, you're a Hall of Famer. If you want to go chase a ring or you want to go somewhere else where you got a chance to win now, I want to send you somewhere. Is it time to do that? Uh, this might sound crazy, even in this emergency circumstance, but, you know, the season isn't over yet. <laughs> I mean, they've lost, they've lost five, but they've, they've got 11 games to go, you know. And, you know, they've, this team has won the division with a 9-7 and seven record, you know. So, 
And we've seen twice, twice in this town that the team has started out 0-5 and ended up 8-8. Eight and eight. Mm-hmm. So right now, I don't think it's time. Right now, I think it's time to see what Callahan can do with what he has on hand because I'm sure that he was standing there. I mean, you know, like a good soldier, right? You know, a good soldier doesn't, like, go against what the general says. He just follows orders, right? Correct. And I'm sure that he had a, a plan in mind. You know, I'm not saying that he tried to undercut Gruden, stab him in the back and take nope. his job. Mm-hmm. But but he has a way of doing things. I, I want to see how it works after he's done his thing for a couple of weeks. Okay. Okay. So 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 what you're saying is keep everybody on board. No need to move anyone. Yep. No need to. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, that's one thing. Now, when it comes to the draft, um, now the, it's likely the way things are going that the Redskins will have a top five draft pick pick right, um, right do you stray away from the temptation of trying to draft a quarterback or do you go after a quarterback or does it depend on what you see in the next few weeks if haskins even plays i think that that um the talents on this team i think they need to um to strengthen the offensive line i think that they need to change the defensive scheme i think that if there's some changes made, there can be some obvious changes. Now, if we go three weeks and start to see the same nonsense we've seen for the, for the, the first five weeks, mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's time to uh, lob in the hand grenade, blow everything up, and start from scratch, even drafting a new quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Let, you know, let, let there be a competition. Man, way back in the day, I know it's before your time, the Dallas Cowboys used to, set, before they started signaling plays, then we had radios. They used to alternate quarterbacks. That's how they bring the, <laughs> the plays in the game. There's nothing wrong with having two good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, hey, the, the, the 49ers, the champion 49ers, had Joe Montana and Steve Young on the team at the same time. The right. Packers had Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre on the team at the same time. There's nothing wrong with having uh, two good quarterbacks and have a competition. You need a packing order, though. You need to know who the man is, right? You need to establish some order on this team. Now, apparently it's been like my way or the highway for the past, however long uh, Grudy has been here. But we, we need to see what would happen if somebody could straighten this mess out. <laughs> you know? Because mm-hmm. right now it's a mess. It's just a mess. The Trent Williams, you brought his name up a little earlier. I think that was beyond football. That was something beyond football. I know they want to talk to him, but I, I think that, you know, from what I understand, you know, my sources tell me this is not about money. It's not about the coaching staff. It's something beyond that. And and uh, no one else has been fired, if you notice. Right. <laughs> no one else. Right. It's just a head coach. Which is really strange because some people expected him to be holding the deal for Minuski as he was on the way out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but that hasn't happened yet. Who knows? Maybe Minuski was was being uh, handcuffed. Hmm. Who knows? Minuski unchained in the last part of this. Right, 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 right. Un- unchained. That's right. Who knows? Right? Maybe blitzing twelve people. We just, you know, listen, I, I hate that this happened with the team that I believe Burgundy and Gold for, right? This is very interesting. I'm very excited. I didn't think I would be this interested in a game against the Miami Dolphins, but mm-hmm. I, I can hardly wait, man. I can hardly wait. Well, it's interesting. I mean, I'm I'm already predicting a uh, Redskins win. I mean, I predicted that, predicted that on the show that we did <laughs> when we uh, did the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so people uh, forgive us because yeah. you know we you know we know a lot, but the future is not one of the things uh-huh, we know. Uh-huh. So, question. So, 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 um, is there anything about the Redskins season for you that will change, given what just happened? Um. Uh, yeah, I have a lot. I have hope that I didn't have before. Right, okay. like my hope is tempered in realism. But at least there's a team there that I can root for. Now, I'm not rooting for my team to go to the Super Bowl, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that people will see a change and it's not going to happen overnight. But I think that if you see a, uh, an, an effort there, or if you see a, a, a plan there, a scheme there, if you see something that they're trying to do, if you see a game plan that will work, if you see them using like the, the, the talent that they have and say, Oh yeah, I know this guy was a good player. If, if you see player development, that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing with coaching to me. I mean, the game plan is good. You know, but you got, you know, 25 coaches to work together on the game plan. But I want to see player development. I want the coaches to take the raw clay that is an NFL player and mold him and make him better. A player should be better every week. Right. They shouldn't come in and be at the same level they are when they're drafted or when they come in as a free agent. They got to look at, 
Look at the talent that is left here and how they're producing immediately. Every week we can say, <laughs> you know, somebody who used to be here is doing a good job for another team. We want those guys to do a good job for us. So that's that would make me hopeful. If I see, yeah, that's what we're talking about. If I see better, if I see anything better, I'll be happy. Wow, players and coaches. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, we did a whole show, but we had to interrupt that show in order to do this one to update you on what happened because that's how fast things changed. Things changed faster with the Redskins than it does with the President Trump tweet uh, on foreign policy. (laughs) He says one thing, and then hours later he says something else. Speaking of President Trump, fake news or not's coming up, and you can hear our uh, prediction on whether Gruden would actually last the whole season. We did that before he was actually fired. And so that's coming up. Now, I'll say this now. I will say this: If they find Minuski before this airs uh, uh, tonight, Tuesday night at uh, at, um, at seven o'clock, we're not going to do another show. <laughs> <laughs> no way! We're just going to have to wait. Exactly. Oh yeah, one more thing: uh-huh. We got to throw this in there. There's two things we got to throw in before we go. No, we're limited on time. Uh, last night, when the show was supposed to air, the good thing that happened was we were preempted by the Washington Nationals in the do or die situation. That's right. And they prevailed over the LA Dodgers. So. But uh, not by the time the show airs, but by the time we do our next show, we'll know if the uh, the um, Nats are going to the National League uh, Championship game. Exactly. Uh, series, rather. We'll know, right? So all I got to say is go Nats. If there's anything that I don't mind the Federal Football Report being interrupted for, that's the Nationals, the Championship Baseball. Exactly. And, you know, we don't, we, uh, you know, we can't deny, uh, deny that. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, Stanfields, my friends in Canada. Yeah, didn't wrong they, and free. Didn't I know you're listening. Mm-hmm. I know you're listening. So you know, hang in there. We're gonna give you, you know, credit where credit's due. But so much is happening now. Wait till we stabilize, like the team stabilize. We're gonna take care of you guys. Absolutely, we're definitely gonna take care of Stanfields. We got to take care of Stanfields. They they take care they of take us. Take care of us. That's right. Fact, that's I think right. I saw some of your pictures uh, in your international travels, which we cover. In segment number three, I think you were wearing like a Stanfield sweatshirt or something. Like that. Yeah, strong and three, strong and free, standing in front of the Coliseum in Rome. Exactly, that's right. You have to make that's sure right. those Europeans you know, know how to roll. Right, my caption was for the gladiator in all of us. Exactly, <laughs> and that's how we do it. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, fifteen hundred AM, federalnewsnetwork dot com. Thank you, Kevin, for this uh, uh, quick uh, amendment uh, to the uh, show that we uh, recorded prior to Jay Gruden getting fired. fired. And so now, radio folks, everything you hear now from here on out is pre-firing. So keep that in mind as you hear right. the content. So uh, here is All the right. Federal Football Report. Segment number two of the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, federalnewsnetwork.com. Also coming soon to podcast one. Redskins lose to the Patriots 33-7. to Now 0-5 on the season. Uh, Patriots 5-0. and America, you know what we do in the second segment. You call for it. You practically beg for it. You pay us well to do it. <laughs> it's <laughs> fake news or not. It's time for fake news. Or not. Three statements. Kevin lets me know whether it's fake news or not. Statement number one, Jay Gruden. And it seems like it's a, it's a question every week. Jay Gruden will last the rest of this season. Fake news or not. Wait, 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 I got an answer for you. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I should just do it this way. This way. <laughs> that might be wishful thinking on my part, though, because, mm-hmm. no, they're, they're – if if he does, I don't see how he can be effective in his role. I, I I think that the veterans will like start taking this whole thing personally. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want a guy him be embarrassed every week, right? And they, you know, they, he it's okay. So that's 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 man. If he stays here, yeah, you'll year, be shocked, huh? That would be news. That would okay. be, okay, yeah. If he left would the be, season, that would be news. That would be news. That we had to get some whistleblowers or something <laughs> going in to see why that's happening, right? You know, there's got to be some squid we pro demand, yeah, there, right? We yeah. demand a federal investigation on this, on the Federal News Network, actually. Uh, yeah, I think I was going on. Uh, statement number two, Jay Gruden making it through the season. That was a funny question number one. Question number two on fake news or not. Uh, the Washington Redskins, even at 0-5, will not finish last place in the NFC East. 
That's the Giants' place, fake news or not. That's fake news. I know Rodney. I hear Rodney right now. <laughs> fake, fake, <laughs> fake, fake, fake. No, no. I, I looked at um, I looked at the team, and I, I look at the way they um, uh, rally behind Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't have a rally point here. I mean, we got we got some bright young talent here, mm-hmm. but but um, Sims, McLaurin, right, right, and Allen, even, Payne, even. The Giants had to, I mean, because Eli didn't want to step down, but the Giants management took a took a bold move and said, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Eli, it's time it's time to put the young time guy to go. in. Yeah. And, and the team had to respect that. They had I mean, to. you know, so what is there, you know, what is there that, that lets you think that there's any type of, 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 of leadership or, or, or structured or pecking order around mm-hmm. here, right? It's like it's, it's, it's every man for himself. So it, it's that's... Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. fake news. That's speaking fake. of some of the young talent, I mean, yeah. again, guys like Bostic on defense and Col- Holcomb. I mean, you know, you can say there's some young talent, some players who can make some plays out here. If so. you put them in the right position, gotta put them in the right position. And we're help. seeing that by former players all over the league right now. Yeah. I mean, did you see the number that Preston Smith put on the Cowboys? You know, early in that game uh, yeah. with the Packers. I mean. Yeah. You know, the guy played here. Yeah. And he's putting pressure and getting sacks and stuff like that and. You wonder, well, what in the, why would you let him go if he plays like, you know, the, eh, who knows? You know, that, we, every week there's somebody who used to play here is putting on a show a somewhere. Show, absolutely. I was just saying uh, during the break, Orlando Skandrick, who, yeah. who for some reason couldn't play here, mm-hmm. couldn't play the type of defense that we play here, mm-hmm. he uh, plays for the Eagles now, and he had a strip force fumble yeah. and ran it back from 49 maybe, yards for a touchdown. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the people who are even still here can't play the defense <laughs> that they play here. And no one gets it. No one can play it. And, and so that's, <laughs> that's right. You guys are just not deep enough to play the yeah. defense that we're putting together here. Exactly. But, just don't but, understand it the way but, we yeah, yeah, that's why you can score touchdowns everywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but just can't do it here. There you go. Federal Football uh, Report on Federal <laughs> News Network. Fake news or not. Uh, statement number three, um, Dwayne Haskins will play more games this season as a starter than Colt McCoy and Case Keenum? That's a good question. That is a good question. Because there's, you know, what, uh, eight games left? Eight games left. Case has started four, and Colt right. started one. Right. So with eight left, he can, you know, he's got to do a start maybe five or six, if you know, to, to kind of do the math, so. Well, you know me and my philosophy. If I'm Dwayne, I'm staying in the little house <laughs> A little fold of injury tent, and, and, and don't let Gruden see where you are, right? Because you shouldn't want any part of this. And it's a very interesting thing we talked about in our pre-production meeting. Uh, he had a press conference, like when they had the press yeah, conference. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins had a press conference. Dwayne Haskins had a press conference. And you're like, what is he talking about? And he said, uh, I wonder whose idea that was. He said, uh, we want Dwayne out there. Dwayne said, what? I didn't do anything. Why do you want to talk to me? And they say, uh, Dwayne, uh, what did you feel about the game? Well, you know, I wanted to win, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, you know, really want to win. I don't like to lose. Yeah, I don't like losing, and uh, I want to win. I'm glad he doesn't like to lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if you said, yeah, man, it was all right. I like losing. <laughs> right, right. As long as I don't get to play and collect this money, I'm yeah, good to go. Yeah, I'm good. Well, really? Yeah, yeah, but, but I, I really have mixed emotions about that, man. I want that to be fake news. Mm-hmm. I want it to be fake news because I don't think, although caveat, if that means that there's been a regime change, okay, and someone else who has more of a a, 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 a working football mind uh-huh. comes <laughs> in, in and says, "This is our guy who's going to play. This is our guy, okay. and we're going to tailor the the offense around him, and we're going to use the players that work for him." That's very possible. I'm going to say that that's news. I'm going to say okay. keep hope alive, and Dwayne's going to start at least six games this year. But you bring up a great point about this offense and this coach and their schemes, like. I never get why this seems to be one of the only teams in the league that will not change what they do to fit the talent they have around them. Like to to honestly to say that you know you don't want to pay play AP and you're working in a different rotation simply because he doesn't play or run the way you want him to. He's an all star. Like I don't. I, I, I he's a he's, he's a Hall of Famer. I don't understand that. Well, you know, you're like why not, won't they like he's the, he's clearly the why wouldn't you why wouldn't you make an offense that fits his skill set? You're not the esoteric type, man. You're not deep enough to understand what the man is putting together here, right? Adrian you know? Peterson had seven carries. Wendell Smallwood had six. <laughs> Did you? Wendell Smallwood. I, it sounds like he lives two doors down from me and is a really nice guy, <laughs> but he's not Adrian Peterson. 
the one play where the uh, after the interception, uh, a great defensive play, and, and we started with the ball on the one yard line, and they gave the ball to AP. He was stopped at the goal line, but carried he, <laughs> he carried no, the Patriots Kevin, to like the six. <laughs> he was literally he was stopped. I feel inside the end zone. Could have been, yeah. And he carried two, and he carried one, and then two, and then three Patriots another six yards. <laughs> right. Why aren't you playing this guy? Okay, if he's only a north and south runner, maybe you need more north and south running <laughs> right, plays. Right. That's what I think. Like, right. like just looking at, it, I'm like, you know what? If I have AP on my team, oh well, he's more effective running between guard and tackle, or maybe between guard and center, or right behind the guard. Oh, we don't have a lot of plays like that, so we're not going to play him. No, we're going to get some <laughs> plays like that, and we're going to play him. Well, we don't need a, another coach. We need a geography teacher, <laughs> <laughs> right? To figure out this whole thing, I do not understand. You know, it's Bruce almost like this whole situation. It's almost like they punish him if he doesn't get over three yards in the carry. Right. Come out of there, you failed me. Get out you have failed. One thing that never fails is fake news or not. That was a good segment. They were yes, fake news or not, America. One. Thank you so much for loving the segment. I mean, it's crazy. Let's talk a little bit about the Dolphins. I feel like coming up in this third segment, we'll talk a little bit about our international travel. Yeah, so we we'll, should. We'll talk about that. Um, so Dolphins coming up. The Redskins, we're looking at the schedule. Oh, great. We get to play the Dolphins. The Dolphins look at the schedule. Oh, great. We get to play the Redskins. <laughs> this is a game, again, that I believe with everything in me, the Washington Redskins can win and it and it and if it's hard, I'll be ashamed. But it won't. It shouldn't even be that hard. Should not. Should not. Where is this game, by the way? I have to in Miami. It. It's in, in Miami. Miami. Yeah. There's no excuse for them not to not to win this game. But <laughs> but, but but it seems like this team is good for whatever ails most other teams. It seems like they play to the level of the team they're playing. Definitely. Well. Definitely. No, because they didn't play to the level of Dallas, Chicago, or the oh, Patriots. No, no, no. I take that back. No. But but they're better than the, the Dolphins, I believe, right? Um, not that the records would indicate that, but I just look on paper, and this team has more talent than the Dolphins. This is a battle of the uns. <laughs> well, right? You know, and it's funny, too, because folks are calling it the Tua Bowl, but it's not the Tua Bowl for yeah. the Redskins. Why would they draft Tua Tungvaluwa? And they just drafted Dwayne Haskins last year. Ask the Cardinals because they got uh, Josh Rose. <laughs> Josh Rose, but then they drafted uh, Kyler Murray, right? By the way, the the Cardinals got their first win of the season uh, 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 this week, which um, you know is pretty much meaningless. I don't know how good uh, Kyler Murray is going to be in the league. Yeah, they did. Who was it they beat against? Cincinnati. Yeah, they and they're not since... world beaters themselves. No, I mean, no, they haven't no. won a game either. So. Yeah, yeah, really. How about there's a lot of. Un, I wouldn't say undefeated. There's a lot of defeaters yeah, in right, yeah, yeah, just teams wallowing yeah. in defeat, just yeah. not winning any games. Kyler's going to have to find another superstar for that team so they can grow together. And, you know, like, you know, youth, that, 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 the fact that you got so many young players coming up, mm-hmm. um, they're not going to all be have the luxury of uh, Dak Prescott, who had a – I had an aging uh, Jason Witten uh, right. on his mm-hmm. team and mm-hmm. somebody he could lean on. I don't know. I mean, he got Tal- – uh, 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 Kyla has Larry Fitzgerald, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just don't know if, if – if, if that's not enough right now. I, it's I funny, think. too. I'm just thinking about it. Larry Fitzgerald uh, played in one Super Bowl, right, with yeah. the Cardinals that was yeah. against the Steelers, and they right. lost it. Right. Uh, was that Heinz Ward that caught that touchdown? That No, did? it was um, – you know, I was thinking Antonio Brown, but I don't mm-hmm. remember his name. It was it was after Heinz Ward. Okay, okay. It was. Um, but either way, um, uh, but other than that, I'm just like, man. I mean, what a great receiver, and to spend his days just in a wasteland in in, <laughs> in Arizona. I mean, so many great players. You think about great players who have achieved a lot and have won a lot. There's probably just a, a, an even greater number of players who, while great, and, and this probably is across leagues, that just never won the big one. Right. Despite right, being right. great. And you're like, man, what? what a, not a waste of a career because, I mean, they accomplished a lot. But, geez, Louise, you'd want them to win something, right? Yeah. You know what? It seems that, like, in NBA, they, they would they criticize guys more for not winning a championship like it's their fault, right? Like right. Guys like Barkley and mm-hmm. Ewing, right? You know, Clyde guys, Drexler it, and, yeah. yeah. You know, Hall of Fame ball players, right? But, I mean, you've got to have the, the right circumstance. All mm-hmm. you can do is do your job and – you know, you know. You look at Jordan, man. He didn't have he he didn't win any championship without people Pippen. forget that. Like yeah. it must have been, I think, seven or eight seasons that Jordan didn't win right. anything, and then all of a sudden he wins 
three straight, and then he takes a year and a half off, and then it's two-year laps, and then he wins another three. And people are acting like ever since he got into the league, he's been winning right, championships. Right, you right, know? right. But he had to have the right circumstance and mm-hmm. the right coach. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, right. and the coach that not only can analyze – uh, your team, but analyze the, the opposition, right? right? That's, that's right. What, mm-hmm. That's what coaching is. As a matter of fact, that reminds me, I had uh, listened to Grudy at halftime. I, you know, maybe I should say Coach Grudy, but I call okay. him Grudy's Grudy. You know, we had that type of relationship, mm-hmm. right? JG. And uh, I guess someone asked him about the difference today, but because in, in the <laughs> just because the game was close doesn't mean they were playing that great in the first right. half, right? <laughs> and they asked him uh, what was the difference, in his opinion, between the first half and the second half. This was his response, part of it. You know, we've had really uh, major problems coming out at halftime. And contrary to belief, it's not about second-half adjustments. It's about second-half mentality. And uh, for what Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. i got to play this again because I don't think the fans heard this. Let me see what Grudy said. You know, you know. let me just play this again, what he said about reason, halftime. And uh, for hold whatever on, reason, we have gotten... All right, here we go. You know, we've had really uh, major problems coming out at halftime. Mm-hmm. And contrary True. to belief, it's not about second-half adjustments. It's about second-half mentality. Huh. So he gave us a news <laughs> statement and then a fake news statement <laughs> all in one sentence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that uh, those halftime adjustments are, are, are very overrated. Yeah, That's contrary right. to popular belief, yeah. our problem isn't second-half mentality, uh, uh, second-half adjustments, it's second-half mentality. That's because somebody what? probably asked him, Coach, why didn't you make any adjustments? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't. I don't know what he's talking. What is second half mentality? Maybe it means there's only thirty minutes left in the game. <laughs> I don't understand what. I have no clue what he's talking well, about. I'll let it run this time. Let's see. Maybe he'll have a. Uh, there's a clue as to what he means by this. You know, we've had really uh, major problems coming out at halftime, and uh, contrary to belief, true. it's not about second half adjustments. It's about second half mentality. Hmm. And uh, for whatever reason, we have gotten beaten up in the third, fourth quarter of games. <laughs> no adjustments. Penalties, turnovers. Uh, lack of third down uh, playmaking no has killed us these first five games, and uh, it's got to keep working. Yeah. <laughs> He's naming all these things that are killing them, but maybe it's because the other team is adjusting and you haven't adjusted. <laughs> this is back when, like, uh, what was the guy's name that said that he believed all that leadership stuff was uh, overrated? Uh, the quarterback, the, 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 the guy from Illinois, the the bum quarterback who came from the Colts that, that Daniel Snyder brought in, uh, what was this kid's name? Oh, the, the oh gosh, um, the, the the one that nobody liked. Oh goodness, <laughs> he, I he can't said, remember his yeah, name. Well, good, good, we blacked him out. Yeah, uh, thank yeah, goodness. Yeah. Must, he must... said that uh, uh, um, that he thought all that quarterback leadership stuff was overrated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what it reminds me of. No, it's not overrated. Everybody else does it, and they're good at it, and it's effective, <laughs> and they win games. All the stuff that ain't John Beck? Is you thinking about John oh, Beck? No, 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 oh. no. I'm thinking about I'll think of it during the break. Okay. But uh, Jeff George is the guy I'm thinking about. Oh, okay. Jeff yeah, George. Jeff, Jeff George, yeah. Yeah, because they interviewed Jeff George about mm-hmm. like bringing, quarter, bringing leadership to the quarterback position. He said, yeah, I think that this stuff is overrated. I yeah. see it now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Leadership quarterback's overrated. Yeah, so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what the halftime adjustments are overrated. You know, ask Bill Belichick today if he adjusted anything at halftime. <laughs> just asked, and it came out, it seemed like they did. So in order to beat these uh, Dolphins and get the first one of the season, what do they have to do now? Again, you, we had talked about a, a lot of un, a lot of uh, defeated teams, the winless teams, yeah. the Jets, the Dolphins, the Bengals. Uh, let's see who else. The, the Broncos, the, the Broncos, yeah. The Broncos just got a win. They what? Um, yeah, they beat the Chargers, what? which was int- exactly the Redskins. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see who else. The Falcons only have one win. The Cardinals only have one win. I mean, there are a lot of teams at the bottom of this whole thing. Buffalo's three and one. And <laughs> and Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo's three and, and one. And they're coming to town later on, I believe. Right? Yeah. You know, so yeah. Well, um, we have to we have to play basic football, and mm-hmm. that's establish the run, mm-hmm. ground up the run, wear your defense down. Then when the defense is worn down a little bit, go up top. With none of this uh, using the run, the pass to establish the run, we have to go back to the real game of football, not. Not fantasy football, football, not mm-hmm. Nintendo football. We got to go back to the real game of football. You know, occupy the clock, occupy the ground, 
beat your opponent, hit your opponent in the mouth when necessary, and, you know, be, be physical. There was someone uh, I spoke to earlier this week who said there was a time when the Redskins would have, you know, paint chips on their helmets, face masks all kind of bent up, <laughs> dirt all over the jerseys and all over the pants. Like, they would just physically dominate you after a game. And uh, that's not the case anymore. And they got to get back to that kind of, here's what you do to beat the Dolphins. Just beat the Dolphins. Yeah. Don't get fancy. Don't pull out all these crazy plays. Do whatever you got to do this play to beat that team. That's what you got to do. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. He's Kevin. I'm Claude. Dolphins coming up. I, I, I think the Redskins will win. I'm going to go 24 to 13. The Dolphins? Yeah. I mean, the Redskins are going to win. Wait, yeah, okay, Redskins wait, I don't know. I was thinking about I think the Dolphins are going to win. <laughs> I think the Dolphins are going to win 24-17. Uh, you really think that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think that this team is too easy to dissect. And I think that things that other teams want to do mm-hmm. are too easily accomplished against this team. Hmm. And I think that this would be the, the end of the Minuski uh, regime, the Minuski, Minuski era you know, on defense on this town. I'm sure he's a nice guy and all, but... We we need to make a change. If they don't beat the Dolphins, the next three games before the bye week, the 49ers, a Thursday night matchup against the Vikings, and then uh, at Buffalo. Oh, so we're gonna get Kyle Shanahan, Captain Kirk, mm-hmm. and, and Buffalo, and a good Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, oh, the, boy. Game, the game I'm looking for, and all that. There's one game I'm looking for of that three you mentioned, and this is. This. <laughs> so that, tell me he's looking forward to that as well. Oh yeah, oh it's yeah. Federal Bar Report. We'll come back on the next uh, uh, segment. No more football for today. We're going to talk a little bit about our international travels. That's yes, coming up indeed. next on Federal Football Report. The final segment of the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, federalnewsnetwork.com. And, yes, yeah, the Federal Football Report, but we're going to talk a little bit about our travels. That's so this right. is the fifth week, and this is only the second time this year Kevin and I have both been in studio together. Right. Week one, we were in studio. Week two, we had Jason on, who's a Cowboys fan. Week three, we had Rodney on, right, who's right. a Giants fan. Absolutely, it was week four. Then, we, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And this is week it five. It wasn't us, yeah. Yeah, well, well, what happened week two? <laughs> what happened week two? Um, didn't, you, didn't we do something remote week two? Week two was, um, you know what? I don't I'm, remember. It's, it's, it's just, just <laughs> this so. This whole season has been a haze. Yeah, and a yeah, fall. It's, We're it's, already at it's week. It's all been confusing. Yeah, it's all been confusing. Week six coming up. But we're here up. now. Yeah, week we're six now. coming up. Well, we want to uh, talk a little bit about what we've been doing. Kevin, you were out of town first. Why don't you share what you where you were and what you did? Well, uh, we planned this for quite some time. It just so happened to coincide with the uh, Burgundy and Gold season. But my mm-hmm. lovely uh, bride and I decided to take a late uh, anniversary trip, um, and we took a European cruise. Wow. Yeah, that was deep, man. And, and the interesting thing was uh, we started out, uh, we flew to Barcelona, um, and we stayed there uh, for a day or two for a couple of reasons. Number one, we didn't want to miss the boat. Cause <laughs> <laughs> you the know ship. what? That's a thing. I mean, you know, um, gosh, because uh, I, I, I don't cruise a lot, but the one time I did go on a cruise, we did just that. And my, my wife was like, no, we should get there a day early because, you know, you don't want plane um, delays to stop you. You don't want, like, traffic or just getting up early. Like, get there and be where you got to go so you don't miss it. We have to, we have to, you know, one of those dream sequence things because that almost happened to my family once. We didn't mm. know we were taking the cruise out of uh, Cape Canaveral, right, okay. which is uh, like an hour, hour and a half away from Orlando. Mm-hmm. And the cruise set sail at, at, at 4 o'clock. And we had— P.M. or? Uh, P.M., okay. P.M., and we left D.C., left the air, left for the airport, got to the airport 7.30 that morning, mm-hmm. in line to check our bags, mm-hmm. find out the flight's canceled. Wow. And for some reason, at this point, there's nobody at the airline who's trying to help us at mm-hmm. this point, because we don't know what to do, right? You right. Know? Finally, we find, while we're standing in line to get new tickets or whatever, this is like in the advent of cell phone. We didn't have apps and such. Okay. We book another flight. Mm-hmm. You know, we said this was canceled. We book another one, except there's a connecting flight in Charlotte. Ah. By the time we get to the counter, we tell the lady our problem. And this is the only reason we made this cruise. I mean, I'm, this is a spoiler. Yes, we did make it. Uh-huh. The lady was kind enough to put stickers on our bag and said, these bags got to come off the plane first. Wow. Right. 
So bottom line, we got you know we got finally got to Orlando, had yeah. to rent a car, mm-hmm. and then still drive for like um, ninety minutes and book it right to to. But see, it was a, the, the, we had to be there by like three forty five. Sure, and it's like a little after three right now. Mm-hmm. And so basically, I made like a ninety minute trip in forty three minutes. Wow! <laughs> wow! Yes. Yes, yes. And my daughters were they, they, they were in the back seat, and they said, "Well, we're certainly not in D.C. anymore." <laughs> <laughs> there was a, there was one thing. There was a lady standing on the side of the road with uh, jumper cables on, on top of her truck, mm-hmm. and we went by her so fast, like one of those cartoons, and she just spun around. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say, yeah, get there a day early. You don't uh-huh. have to go through all that. There so we go. got to spend a day in Barcelona, mm-hmm. and it was magnificent. Nice. I, it was magnificent. A couple of things I learned. I've never been to Europe before. Okay. They don't care nothing about America. <laughs> I've heard so many things about the oh, they think the people they look down on you. Mm-hmm. They don't care. America is just another dude walking down the street. Sure, them, right? sure. You know, yeah. you know. And everybody, everybody looks good. Okay, all right. Every, they do a lot of walking, mm-hmm. and 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 all the women are dolled up like they're ready for a magazine shoot. Uh-huh, right? Even though they're just know. going for a cup of coffee. Or going something. for a coffee or working in the grocery store, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Everybody's dolled up. All the guys are wearing like soccer shirts, okay, and a fist, right? You know, <laughs> size small, medium, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, they're, and they're fit. You know, mm-hmm. it was really cool. The food was great. Had the best shrimp I've had in my life. The best shrimp, the best shrimp in Barcelona because they do these uh-huh. uh, uh, tapas, right? That's yeah. where it, it uh, originated. The small place and stuff. Uh, the sightseeing is a beautiful city, man. Beautiful. The one thing that's very interesting, or two things, everyone has a scooter. Like like a motorized okay. scooter, like yeah, a mi- yeah. miniature uh, like bike. Like a moped almost. So, yeah, yeah, okay. but a scooter, like, you know, like, yeah. like looking like a, a, a little brother to a motorcycle, right? Right. Uh-huh. Everybody. Like, you see women in business suits and high heels yeah. riding these things. There's so many of these things. I'd say for every two cars, there's one scooter. Really? That's that, a, that is a lot. That looks like motorcycle gangs running up and down the street with these things. <laughs> Well-dressed the motorcycle gangs. Right, right. Well-dressed motorcycle gangs. The other thing is graffiti everywhere. Hmm. Everywhere in there's, Barcelona, there's certain shrines and re- religious like cathedrals and things mm-hmm. that they don't touch. But everywhere in Barcelona, <laughs> you don't go to buildings without seeing graffiti. Wow, it's, it was an amazing thing. So uh, Barcelona to the sh- uh, to the the ship um, um, MSC Cruise Lines, mm-hmm. magnificent. Okay, <laughs> magnificent. Right, and we stopped at um, uh, Corsica. Stops at the Leaning Tower, well, the city, it was uh, La Spezia, I mm-hmm. don't know how to pronounce it. That's where the Leaning Tower of Pisa is, okay. right? Did a couple of little bus tours, right? Went to Rome, went wow. to the Vatican. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Pope w- was going to see us, right? But he uh-huh. was busy inside listening to a, a, a recording of the Federal Football Report, <laughs> I heard, right? <laughs> right. You know? And um, and Mallorca, Spain. This is the last thing I want to say. I don't want to overdo it. We can visit oh, no, you later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ever had gelato. Uh No. You haven't, if you had had gelato. You haven't. You haven't had gelato. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were in uh, Genoa, uh, uh, Italy at one point, and I had some gelato, and I said, this stuff is great. Uh-huh. But, man, we were in Rome. I had some gelato. It was strawberry banana gelato. And I felt the flavors going through my bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff was so good. So good. If you have had gelato, you have not had. You you should go to Rome right now and, and, get, some, <laughs> and get some gelato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a fantastic experience. And I know I'm rambling. I don't know how long I've been talking, but yeah, it, it was a fantastic experience, right? So, um, yeah. Where but, else did you, okay, well, that's good though. I mean, that's great that you got. How long were you gone? We were gone total ten days. Okay, ten days, and um, it, it was it was awesome, right? You were know, you ready to come back when it was over, or were you like, ah, I could stay a little longer? No, the, and it was interesting because it was a seven day cruise, and we stopped every day. Okay, so every day there was something to do, mm-hmm. and and we booked uh, two tours. Um, you know, where they picked us up on the, you know, on the bus. Oh, yeah, and they sure. Take where you dock and then they, yeah. yeah. And then Rome, we tried to do that one on our own. And we missed, like, we were supposed to have a tour of the Vatican Museum, but we kind of missed that. So then they were able to get us in like an hour later mm-hmm. because we had time restraints, right? You mm-hmm. had to, you know, because the, the Got to get back to the yeah, ship, yeah. Right, right, right. And and uh, so we were able to get into the Vatican Museum on our own. Oh, nice. 
And we didn't know what we were looking at, but they got this this cool thing where they give you <laughs> yeah, everything had, had a tiny little number on it. Okay. And they give you a headphone with a radio, and you oh, dial the you number. Oh, the number, and then you can, tells someone you, tells you. Yeah, so absolutely. So you don't have to go in a row. Yeah. But, but the cool part is we got to go to the Sistine Chapel and see like, nice. the Michelangelo's wow. handiwork. Yeah. And you know, I always thought that the picture of uh, God touching man, the one that's on the I uh-huh. thought there was like one big picture. It's not. Oh. It's like it's like 100 pictures up there, right? He, oh, and it's like gold. It is beautiful, man. Yeah. Mac, oh, so there's other things up there. Yes. And but people just usually show that one. Show that okay. one picture, right? Because I thought it was like it was one big picture over the yeah, whole ceiling, it's a small little corner. And everything. if you're standing in the yeah, right. If you're standing in the chapel, you can't talk. You can't talk right oh, there. Right, no photos, yeah. and you can't talk. You can talk around the outside of it, mm. but if you're right in the middle, you can't talk. Mm. And they got they have armed guards <laughs> to enforce this. Yeah. 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 I said, what are you gonna do? Shoot me in the Sistine Chapel? Like, Maybe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, funny. But, yeah, that that was something else. Uh, I always took pictures of all the police from everywhere I, <laughs> I went because I respect the police, right, you know. <laughs> And um, I, you know, at the at the leading tower, there was a you know a military, you know, a mm-hmm. man and a, and a woman, both with machine guns. Wow! Saying, "I take your picture." This, I said, "No, sir, no, sir." <laughs> That's funny. But it was cool, man. That, like I said, being an American, they they Americans are of little con- consequence to them. Like we we thought that we were gonna walk in. Yes, we are the Americans. And they go, <gasps> the oh, Americans. Americans are here. Are, yeah, you know what? It's funny because. Uh, we Americans do kind of have a lofty view of themselves, you know, <laughs> yeah. and no one else seems to care or think one way about no, it, you know, one they way don't. or the other. And that's interesting. Um, so, yeah, so um, uh, my wife and I, Sierra, we, um, when we were traveling, it was our 10 year anniversary on September 19th. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. And we decided to go to Maui. And by we decided to go, she decided to go. <laughs> and so I just packed my bags and, and made sure that I, that I didn't have to go to work. So we got, we, we got there. Let me tell you, the most beautiful place I've ever seen in my life. I mean, wow. the beach, we, we stayed at the Grand Wale Resort. Uh, and so I, the resort was a lot nicer than some of the local parts that we had went to, you know, right. but we took a, a lot of nice tours, went to the black sand beaches. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. All that stuff. It was gorgeous and clear water. And I mean, it was it was a really good time. I will say this. The food in Hawaii I can do without it. Right. I can, you know. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, did you do a luau at least? We right? did. We did a luau. We did, uh, which was great, it, but it was about two and a half hours long. Oh, yeah. Well, so yeah. I, was, I was over it by, by the, after the first hour. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. After the first sandwich. Was yeah, the exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we, we did a luau. Uh, we uh, took this tour, the road to Hana, which is this tour all the way around the mountain and winding mm-hmm. roads, and they stop at waterfalls and stuff. Uh, and one of the big waterfalls where they stopped, uh, there were several people on the tour bus um, behind us that climbed up the rocks and jumped off the waterfall. Oh, really? Yeah, you, brother you wasn't behind, doing that. You said, yeah, no. behind us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> you guys have fun. I'm not doing that. And so, uh, 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 so that was kind of crazy. Uh, and uh, we played a round of golf, which was great. Uh, I loved that. Um, and by we played, I played. She oh, okay. just rode in the cart, listening to the music, and you know, oh, cool. on cool. the internet cool. and stuff like that. And 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 we spent a lot of time um, just relaxing. Now, here's the thing, too. Now, Hawaii has six hour time difference on the East Coast. Yeah. So I wake up on Saturday morning, six a.m. breakfast. Well, number one, I was getting up at like four in the morning because <laughs> of the time difference, three in the morning. But I'm getting ready for breakfast, six a.m. on Saturday. College football's on. So I mean. <laughs> I'm, sitting, right, I'm up at six right. and I'm watching football. Same thing with the pros. And so there were some restaurants that opened up on Sundays at seven and were starting like happy hour stuff because football was on. So that was great. I love that. Uh, yeah. So we, we did some of that tourist, that touristy stuff and spent a lot of time at the beaches and stuff. And it was it was great. I enjoyed it. One thing I noticed, we, we haven't been to uh, Maui. We have been to uh, Kauai and mm-hmm. uh, Honolulu. And I noticed that there is a tremendous Pride that that the, the they, natives yes, have in absolutely. their culture. It's, absolutely, they're, they're mm-hmm. proud. They're proud to have you come and experience yes, it. Yes, and yes. they're proud to be uh, an islander. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. No, and I noticed that too. And everyone speaks about um, about uh, uh, where they're from and give you you know heritage and stuff like that. And it was really cool to learn. I mean, you know, it it almost as if they're not a part of of the United States right. <laughs> because they totally just. 
you know, kept their culture and their stories live or lives on and the culture lives on and how they do things. It was great. It was a great experience. Oh, yeah. That's right. Everybody should go just to learn that yeah. because, you know, number one, they're, uh, you know, we've misled you because we said oh, everybody international, uh, Hawaii is part of the United right. States, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they, you know, but you wouldn't know it. The you way wouldn't know. You. No, you wouldn't. The way they treat you and the way things are, you, you wouldn't know it. And it was great. It was awesome. I loved it. I loved it 100%. And uh, that I think that does it for our travels, right? Yeah, I, I mean, we we look, we could do a whole show, you know, the federal football travel show and yeah. all that, but we are limited, you know, Lisa Wolf is limited <laughs> to just an hour <laughs> show. <laughs> but That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, but yeah, we wish we could tell you more, right? But we, you know, we got a job to do. I will say this though: we tried hard. We we uh, we get data plans on the ship because you know you, you get that roaming charge and stuff out there. We, yeah, we, we tried to listen because the uh, Washington Dallas game happened let's see now we uh, yeah did you did you get a chance to watch that oh or? no because okay. it was cool the, the ship was a, a tremendous ship they mm-hmm. had the sports bar on the ship nice. this thing was like something i had never seen before because they had like the real the bar in the round in the middle of a big screen uh-huh. but then they had individual pods that you can take oh, your yeah. pod into. Wow. Oh, this was free right mm-hmm. so I, I went in like the day before and i asked them because it would have been like uh Nine o'clock at night, okay, where we were in the Mediterranean, yeah. right, to see the game, and I asked the dude, "Hey, man, you uh, you got to show American football?" He said, "No, sir, really, <laughs> no, sir." He said, "We got Italian soccer, English soccer, and uh, uh, Spain." Uh, you know, like was the sports bar still packed with all the people watching? Yes, like, oh, and they were into it, <laughs> and oh, they were goodness. into it. The only thing they did show, they showed a replay of an NBA game, a replay of a <laughs> of a Milwaukee and Boston. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, I said, well, why is that? You know, right, that's random. Well, because you got, uh, 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 gosh, what's the guy's name? Oh, Giannis, play? Giannis. Well, Giannis, and mm-hmm. you also got the, the guys that play, one played for the Lakers, the other played uh, for uh, the championship team, um, um, played for Toronto, the brothers, uh, Gasol's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so okay. they're into the NBA, right, you know, but American football. <laughs> <laughs> We're not watching that foolishness. Surely you just. <laughs> Surely you just. Uh, okay. But it was great. It was great. It's good that, you know, I appreciate, uh, um, you know, being able to do that with Maria, my lovely uh, wife, and mm-hmm. uh it, yeah, well, we're going to do it again as soon as possible. I was going to say, yes, yeah, so that's something you want to do again. Uh, definitely, definitely. Nice, nice. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, federalnewsnetwork.com. We'll come back next week, and hopefully we'll talk about a win against the Dolphins. I hope so. I will catch you guys next week. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small-town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.